Hello, what's up everyone? It's your boyfriend, you're coming to you late on Tuesday. This is the early print podcast. I'm sorry I couldn't get the, the episode yesterday for those that usually like to begin your week, your week with my pod, but I had a blackout here in my home at home, so yeah, um, it was all morning too, and then I had to do some work, uh, watching a lot of tape for the for the for the full preview that it's coming later this week. But I'm here for you guys. Uh, let's get a quick pod out of the way. I hope you guys enjoy this. So let's talk about what happened. Um, I did not watch KSW uh, last week. I was trolling a, a little bit of people because a lot of people were saying like, "Okay, why? Why the UFC is putting putting out?" mediocre cards at the apex ksw has this huge event in a in a soccer stadium full of people and the card was supposed to be like better too and ksw you know it's always <laughs> it's a cheat i should show but it has a few good fights uh, i'm not sure if this event had a few good fights i heard that they were supposed to have a high level fight and that one fell off and the rest of it was a circus uh, Pudzianowski got knocked out, so that made a lot of people sad. And a former pro boxer knocked out a guy from from being mounted, so that's fun. But yeah, as I said, I did not watch the video. Uh, so let's recap what I did watch, and that was uh, Kaikara France versus Albasi, uh, the UFC event. So let's talk about the main event first, uh, Albasi versus Kara France. Uh, good fight. Good fight, very controversial when it comes to the decision. Uh, I thought it was close, especially closer than than what the live statistics were saying about the, the significant strikes. Uh, always, t- always remember that those are being counted by a single guy in real time. Uh, they are usually not accurate, and I'm I'm not blaming blaming the guy that counts the strikes. It's a very hard task to do, so always take the statistics with a with a grain of salt. I thought uh, round one and two were very very close, uh, especially uh, round two had uh, Kai landing landing more more volume, but Abasi uh, rallying a little bit late in the round and landing the, what I consider the biggest strikes. Uh, then in round four, Abasi had success taking the back of Cara France, finally getting to 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 his wheelhouse, that is his grappling, uh, very solid with the back take. Uh, then Cara France uh, ending the the round on top position though. Then round four was like clearly a Cara France round. And then round, f- round five was close to. Um, so Kai starts the round hot, but then Alvasi like starts finding his groove. And then Kai ends the round again hot and that I guess that's why people like say that's obviously a, a Cara France round. Um, in my opinion, I scored the fight for Cara France, uh, but I don't think uh, an Albasi card is that insane. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is whatever. Uh, when it comes to the fighters, Albasi, uh, a surprise with him. I mean, I knew he was good, but he, he looked pretty good here. Uh, his problem is uh, Jack... Jack Slack, I, I think I already said his activity. Uh, he should throw more. I, I don't know if he's concerned about cardio, but his, his cardio looked pretty good here, but 
But at the same time, he had like very big moments of not doing much. So maybe that's why he could uh, end, the, end the fight with enough on the gas tank. Um, what I like about Abbas is that uh, he didn't fall apart when the grappling wasn't there. Uh, Kaikara France, very solid as a defensive wrestler. Uh, always fighting grips, always uh, very quick to to drop levels and catch underhooks. So it's it's a hard task to to take our France down. Abbasi, um, I thought the entries weren't, weren't, I mean, they were good shots, but he was not finding like a clean shot to the hips without uh, Kai finding an underhook uh, or at least getting his feet moving to avoid takedowns. What I liked about Abbasi was that he was weaponizing the thread of his takedown very well, especially with the leap left, uh, leaping left hook. He uh, he found a lot of success with that. Some of the bigger shots of the fight were leaving left hooks by Abbasi. I was expecting him to put the the, the right hand behind it more and, and maybe some uppercuts as well because you know Abbasi had his last fight uh, uh, an uppercut finish and here uh, Kai was dropping levels with him a lot because he was very, very prepared about the, the takedown. Uh, Kai, on, his, on the other hand, um, in his usual stuff, like good counter-punching, but uh, he's a counter-puncher that knows how to stay active in the in the open space. Um, what The jab was a very a little bit like um, hot and cold here by KKF, because when he got going, it looked very good, but then it disappeared for long periods of time. Uh, he he landed good calf kicks though throughout the fight, and yeah, a lot of cool moments grappling wise. Uh, it seems like Kagar France, um, in preparation for the Askarov fight, he leveled up his defensive grappling game, and it stayed there. He's looking very good. Uh, what where these guys go from here? I don't know. Abasi wants a title shot. Not sure. We're not very sure about that. Um, for Kagar France, I don't know. Maybe. But maybe if Albasi gets the the winner of the gets the next title fight, maybe KKF can get the the loser of that uh, fight between uh, Pantoja and, and Moreno. I am in good stuff. Uh, the fight was good. I, I was it was a high level bout, uh, uh, and it was alright. On the co-main, as I said, I was expecting this to be a a very exciting fight, but I wasn't so sure about the co-main event status, but. The guys delivered. Uh, I'm still not sure it wasn't. It was a bit of a messy fight, but Alex Caceres uh, won a decision over Daniel Pineda. Uh, Caceres looked uh, dangerous on the feet. Uh, the grappling looked solid. A lot of cool moments in grappling here because Pineda is so fun to watch. The thing is, Pineda is very inconsistent. Um, he doesn't stick to. He, he seems to lack like strategy. He had like this takedown idea and he he got some like dogged takedowns, especially winning round two on the on the floor um, because he's a, a very good MMA grappler. I hope that he got to the UFC earlier, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, he did like very cool stuff with the, with the back take, uh, had a, a back, had a figure four triangle uh, with the back take, then Caceres was almost like turning into him, but he still got, I think, with a with a Kimura thread that it was 
that he stay maintain the the controlling position when it seems like he already lost it. It was cool stuff. Then in the in the third round, uh, Bruce Leroy hurt Pineda with a with a body kick or was it a, a punch? I I'm not sure, but he got fucked up to the body and he never really recovered for that. But he still kept fighting. This guy's a dog. Like the the X-rays came back, tons of dog in the <laughs> in this guy. So I mean, yeah, good good for Caceres that's riding a a pretty good streak. I mean. He lost that fight to. Where? I know he lost to Sadiq Yusuf and to to Gracie, but. But I mean, how is how is the win streak looking? Okay, so yeah, he looked. He lost to Sadiq Yusuf two fights ago. That was in more than a year ago, and then he has two wins: one over Julian Rosa, the the tricky head kick that we all know, and now against Pineda. And before that, he was on a five five winning streak. So, looking very good. Uh, Caceres is thirty four years old uh, for the amount of experience he has. Uh, still kind of young, um, and looking good. He's a he's a weird fighter, but he's good. Before that, we had uh, Jim Miller once again knocking out a regional guy, uh, Jesse Butler, immediately, like out of the bat, 23 seconds. Jim Miller, God fucking bless you, you're fucking awesome. Uh, before that, Tim Elliott won um, a grappling decision against Victor Altamirano. It was alright. Uh, not a lot of ground pound, a lot of like scrambles for control and that kind of stuff. Altamirano, you can tell, wanted to inflict more damage in those positions, but couldn't. Before that, Karim Silva had the, the submission of the night against Kedlon Sosa. Uh, she dropped from half guard into a... I mean, it popped the knee, but it was like... I'm not sure if it was like a heel hook or, or an Achilles lock. Uh, I haven't rewatched the fights since the weekend, so um, I'm sorry that my my technical analysis is not really on point today. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the fights, but yeah, I mean Silva, uh, all finishes. Uh, so you gotta keep an eye on on this girl. Uh, looking very good. Uh, she hasn't lost since 2019. I mean, not that long ago, but yeah, I mean, she's riding a, a very a very big winning streak and, and she finished <laughs> she finished all of them so so that's cool uh eliseo saleski had a fight against abubakar nurmagomedov the the cousin of habib and i was a bit scared about this decision because i felt like saleski dos santos had uh clearly clearly won the the second and the third round and maybe even the first. He got hurt in the f very first exchange of the fight by a right hand by Numagomedo, but then like won most of the clinch's position and then ended up like landing some damage. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, uh, Luceo Capoeira looked good here. Uh, good fighting off the grips, defending takedowns. Uh, even when it went to the ground, he was quickly to scramble. Abogaro Numagomedo have some, some cool moments in the grappling, but I thought like, Saleski was on point on this one. Uh, big big inside leg kicks. Uh, and landing like good punches, defending takedowns as well. Nice. Some nice moments in the clinch as well. Uh, obviously the double collar ties. But also he had like this arm triangle clutch that is very popular in, in Muay Thai in the first round. I thought that was cool as well. 
So good for for Zaleski that I I would I would expect him to be less good at this stage of his career. I mean, he's already 36, has been in a in a ton of fights. I mean, 31 fights already, including 13 in the UFC. But, but yeah, I mean, he hasn't lost a fight. I mean, he lost that fight against Muslim Salikov. I, I scored that fight for, for Salisky Dos Santos. Before that, he won against Konchenko. A lot of people think Konchenko won that one. And uh, before that, he, he got knocked out by the leash, Ying Liang Li. But other than that, uh, Capoeira has been looked very good in his UFC career. Before that, I was hyping this fight for a pay-per-view and then it was moved to this event. And I've been hyping this one for forever. Uh, Daniel Santos fought Johnny Munoz Jr. And it was not that good of a fight. I uh, The fight starts and off the bat, Daniel Santos kicks. Um, Oh, Johnny Munoz in the dick. Uh, it was pretty bad. And Johnny Munoz didn't look good after that. He pulled guard a lot on the fight. And on the first attempt, he almost got an armbar. And then it was all Daniel Santos from then on. Um, Willie had landed another low blow, got a point deduction, but it didn't matter. Uh, Dante Mace uh, finished Andrei Alovsky. So he's... He graduated to the to the good part of heavyweight, not really. Uh, Dante Mace did not look especially good here. Uh, he's alright. He's a good athlete. Um, but yeah, I mean, the fight had a very messy sequence uh, to the end of the first round uh, with some takedown attempts, spinning spinning back fist from Arlovski. Dante Mace tried to to do, take his back. Arlovski got up, it was, it was a fucking mess, I posted that and said like, oh, you guys are saying that, that heavyweights don't have transition field uh, sequences and high-level scrambles. And, but I posted with, uh, with the alternating lowercase and uppercase, so some people thought I was serious. Uh, I, I, I guess I put too many layers on that, on that meme, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. What else? Uh, John Castaneda fought this guy, Muin Gafurov. Muin Gafurov was throwing like so much volume and very little of it was landing at all. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, I thought Castaneda won all three rounds, to be honest. Uh, Castaneda looked right, not a good wrestler. Uh, the left hand, impeccable. He sneaked a high kick there. Uh, the same high kick with which he hurt um, uh, Willy Cat, so... Yeah, I mean, Castaneda, decent. Uh, Gafurov should put on a few fun fights, I guess, but I'm not sure if he's that good. Uh, very overwhelming physically, though, so maybe some guys, lesser athletes. Uh, Castaneda, pretty good athlete, though, so maybe some less athletic guys will fall to Gafurov's, like, pace and aggression. Before that, Molarki was uh, fought uh, uh, Naimov, that it's also from... from what's the name of this country? is oh tajikistan yeah uh, both these guys were for from tajikistan uh supposedly uh people were watching the fights from a stadium uh there in tajikistan at like 4 a.m in the mo in the morning i'm not sure if that's true that's where the commentary booth were saying if that's true that's great for these guys uh especially for naimov because he won uh Mularki, i felt was very in control of the fight. Naimov is athletic, a big striker, uh, but kind of like 
vibes. <laughs> I, 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 I was never sure what was Naimov looking for during the fight. I thought Molarki was like in firm control of the fight. But then, um, on second round, Molarki uh, switches into a level change to look for a takedown, I guess, but he doesn't faint, he doesn't put any strike behind it. And Naimov just nails him with a, with a tight, beautiful right hook, puts him out. Uh, so yeah, I mean, good for Naimov, good addition from the lightweight division. Sucks for Merlaki because he took this one on very short notice. He was supposed to fight Kutatelatse. Um, who knows how that fight would have gone. Uh, one interesting uh, quirk from this fight technique-wise was that I saw that was Molerki was trying to kick under Naimov's uh, kicks. I mean, every time Naimov was throwing a, a middle kick or a high kick, Molerki was going with the low kick uh, under it. And as you know, Kutatelatse, a very big kicker. So maybe that was one, that was a tactic that Molerki had in preparation for this one. I don't know. Uh, we missed on a not a good fight, I guess. Uh, before that, Elise Reed versus Ginger Fry. It sucked. Uh, Damon Blackshear knocked out uh, Novo Niaos, Luan Lacerda. Lacerda sold out for the for the leg attacks. Was trying to get an Ebert. Blackshear was defending very well, protecting his his foot be, be behind the. Behind his other ankle or behind uh, the the inside of his knee, uh, doing good stuff at the end of the fight. Blackshear just goes brutal with ground and pound as Lacerda keeps trying to go uh, to extend the leg to attack an Ivar or transition for a heel hook or something. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, when it comes to leg locks in MMA, they are very useful, especially to generate scrambles. But you, especially against someone that is actually defending and you're not surprising, you do not have time to play the, the little adjustments game. It's not like the armbar, because when you have someone uh, on the spider web, like they call in Templanet, um, they have to be using like both arms to defend. They are in a very vulnerable decision, and you have yourself a ground and pound available to you. Uh, with the knee bar, you're using both hands, and you are in within most most of the time you are within reach distance from the the punches of your opponent, and that's what Blackshear did. Uh, Lacerda was trying to extend the the knee. Blackshear just nailed him with a lot of ground and pound. Blackshear, a big and strong dude for the division. Put Lacerda out, so good for him. And the opening was uh, Philippe Lins versus Maxim Grishin, and that also sucked, so I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, some fine announcements from this. Uh, two, we have two fights at middleweight. Uh, Gerald Mirschert will come back from uh, losing to Pfeiffer. Uh, he's fighting Andrei Petrovsky. So another, clearly the UFC trying to get Petrovsky over here. Uh, but this this one should be good because Mirshard, as you guys know, a legit grappler. Uh, Petrovsky, a wrestler by trade, but also good with submissions and that kind of stuff. And on the feet, uh, Petrovsky very athletic, but not very good or technical. And Mirshard is like kind of on the slower side, and also and also he's like a tricky veteran. He's he doesn't have like this very well put together striking game, but. He, he knows a lot of tricks and he knows what he do. He does well, uh, especially good with the left, the left kick and uh, the left right, the left hand. I uh, have some some good stuff. Uh, so this one should be exciting. And the other fight is Chris Whiteman against uh, Brad Tavares. Uh, 
a little bit rough for Whiteman. Like you give him the the only guy with, I mean not the only, but the one of the guys with the best uh, takedown defense in the division. Both guys on the other side, so whatever could happen. Uh, obviously, a fight that I would feel in Inter Primes, Whiteman takes very easily. I, I'm guessing Tavares takes it now. Tavares not not going through a very good good moment right now either like who was that one that knocked out Tavares I don't even remember these things anymore it's so oh it was Bruno Silva yeah yeah Bruno Silva hits very hard though so, so yeah I mean I don't know maybe that's if Whiteman doesn't do good here he should retire I mean he he should have retired already I understand he wants to keep pushing forward he feels like the the leg break was not like something that was bound to happen so i understand his desire to keep competing he didn't look good before that though the um, the white man fight versus that guy that is fighting in pfl right now um oh yeah akmedov that was not a good look for him yeah yeah it was rough um so yeah i mean who knows uh, hopefully the time off uh, allows Whiteman to to look decent here, but I think the the reflexes are not there mostly. Hopefully the Sheen is is in in good shape for this fight because Tabara is not very known for as a knockout artist, but hits plenty hard, uh, athletic dude. And that's it. This this weekend we have obviously UFC 289, Nunes versus Aldana. And not going to talk about that one much here because I'm going to do the full preview, as you guys know. So, but yeah, it's a good event. Um, you have, I mean, the main event. I like the main event because uh, I like Irene Aldana. Uh, hopefully, she wins this one. Uh, so yeah, uh, do not hate the main event, to be honest. And co-main instrumentals. Uh, we have Benil Darius versus Charles Oliveira. A uh, great fight, very important. Uh, hopefully, the winner gets a, a title fight. Especially if that Darius if if Darius wins this one and doesn't get a title fight, that would be like the biggest robbery of all time. And I'm not that big of a Darius fan. <laughs> uh, fan. Uh, it's just what's right, you know. Uh, Mike Mallott and Adam Fugit will have a mess of a fight at welterweight on, on the main card. I don't know why. Uh, but Danny versus Nate Landwehr is a very exciting fight. And Eric Anders, for some reason, is on the main card. I don't know if he, if Eric Anders has, has like some dirt on the UFC or his manager does or what, because, man, the, the preferential treatment this, this guy have gotten, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not that I dislike him, uh, but it, it is weird. I mean, in the, especially this late into his career, most of his fights are... Most of his fights are not that exciting. Uh, he's not very high level lately. Uh, and he's fighting here uh, like a mid-level guy. I, I like Barriol, to be honest. But obviously he's, he doesn't have the tools to... The athletic tools uh, to... And uh, like one specific uh, skill set to... To get to the, to the top of the division, I would say. More puzzling is that the the main event of the prelims is Nasur Dimimabov versus Chris Curtis. Both guys a lot better than Eric Anders and Barry Alt, so I don't know, man. Uh, Imabov versus Curtis should be fun. 
جسود بیشوز برسود میراند مابریک ایمان صحابی فور دوز هو کر فایدین آوریشی لنگ شود بی ادیسن سکرپ بلیک بیلدر بک ایر تو فایی کاین لیلسون that one should be violent actually Dvorak is fighting a newcomer Siversek and the opening is the uh, Diana Volbita versus Maria Oliveira and also this week is happening the PFL PFL 4 the regular season uh, main event is Brenda, Brenda Glock name versus Jesus Pinedo that one should be good also in action is Kai Bulayev he's fighting Tyler Diamond And who else is here? Buffa Jenkins is fighting Song Bin Jo. Uh, Marlon Moraes, hopefully not getting knocked out again, but he's fighting an undefeated guy, so I don't know. The Chris Wade is fighting Ryo Jikudo. That, that one should be all right. Impa Kasanganai. I like Impa. Hopefully this, he wins this one. Andrew Sanchez, former UFC fighter, is seeing some action. And yeah. Uh, I guess that's the podcast, to be honest. Um, I'm sorry I'm late. Sorry. Sorry I didn't bring that much analysis into this one. I'm sorry. As I said, guys, being busy today, I didn't have electricity. Today woke up feeling a little bit sick, but we pushed through. Uh, Hopefully this uh, this paper will give give us some, some good things to talk about. And and some interesting stuff to write an article, do a video, who knows. Finally, before leaving, guys, I want to tell you guys that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by X-Marshall. X-Marshall is a combat sport brand dedicated to supporting the Jiu-Jitsu community. Their goal is to create a fun training environment with unique and exciting designs and promote the gym culture we all love. X-Marshall offers range of products including rash guard, shorts, spats, G, streetwear and training equipment. Use the code the fight site all all uppercase no spaces the fight site to get a 15% discount on your order now. So yeah I mean follow them in their social medias. Uh, all of them are at, at X Marshall official. Uh, thank you X Marshall for sponsoring uh, our site. I'll see you in a few days for the full preview, guys. Thank you for your support. Remember to support us on Patreon. Uh, always, You can always reach out to me on Twitter, at Fenoxky. You can ask me whatever you want, guys. You can find me. If you are part of the Discord of the fight site, you can also DM me with any question. Love you guys. I'll see you in a couple of days. I'm, I'm Fenyo and I'm signing out.